Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. My name is Mbuche Molel. Um, today I want to talk. First of all, I'm so sorry, guys. I know I take so long to get on the next episode. I'm just, I didn't have a good excuse this time. Yani, just you guys just have to forgive me. And Poleni Sana na Sitarudia Tena. I hope so. I promise I will try my best. Um, so yeah, and today I want to talk about PMS. That's uh, the common name, you know, PMS. I'm a PMDD. So this is just, I know, I know this sounds like a more feminine episode, but this also applies to the gents so that when you guys get like girlfriends and fiancés and wives and to even understand your mothers more because i mean every woman goes okay not like every but most women go through this and sometimes it's hard to hide it's it's hard to hide it um from you guys and it's just nice for guys to be on the loop to be on the know you know Yes, sir. So today I want to talk about PMS, stroke PMDD. So PMDD is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. It can be pre or post because um, PMS, PMS is um, premenstrual syndrome or postmenstrual syndrome. I'm saying pre or post because some women get the pre-menstrual syndromes others get get the post-menstrual syndromes others fortunately or unfortunately get both and um sorry baby girl sweetheart if this is you getting both um i sincerely hope you have the strength you know to just carry through and you're just a superwoman you're a superheroine and the letter hivo hivo i mean congratulations yeah in it so um talking about pms this is these are the signs you get before during or after your period right mostly personally personally i mostly get the pre yeah and most of my friends also get the pre and the during syndromes they don't get the post but if you get the post honey i want you to know that we know and I want you to know that we understand. I also want you to know that but the only thing we can do is send you stuff like care packages to help you with your cravings and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, also hope that I don't have listeners who hate periods. You know, there's some men who, you know, they hear the word period and it's just like, ugh. You know, they want to puke and they want to, you know, go hide and they want to just die. Like, this is normal. This is acceptable. This is humanly. This is womanly. This is this is 100% a day-to-day life. This is something that happens every day. And they don't want you to be shy. And they don't want you to be afraid. I want you to listen to this podcast to gain knowledge and to know how to treat the women in your life better and so with that pms comes uh in two ways you can get the 
physical signs or you can get emotional signs so physical signs um physical signs are like headaches insomnia is insomnia physical or emotional well i can't really tell clearly you already know it's lies anyway so there's there are headaches insomnia diarrhea oh my lord this is usually terrible oh fuck ah god <laughs> this is this is actually really terrible uh to get diarrhea but it's it's not the diarrhea men thing i know women relate and they know what i'm talking about when i say diarrhea so yeah there's diarrhea there's also breast tenderness and there are cramps this is i know <laughs> everyone has heard of this there are cramps there's also fatigue and muscle aches there's bloating and this one i'm not sure a lot of people know this but vaginal dryness can also come as a form of pms this doesn't mean that it's a you'll be dry from january to january 24 hours 365 days of the year no but occasionally you might you might experience vaginal dryness as a pms okay so the emotional signs are anger and irritation i know men right now are like yes please so there's anger anger and irritation there's anxiety or panic attacks there's also depression and suicidal thoughts actually the thing that made me um bring you guys this episode i read this article that was talking about how some women have committed suicide due to depression that is caused by pms i mean it can get that serious to the point where you just a woman can just decide to take her life without fully understanding or fully knowing that this is just this is i'm only going through this for a short while it's only for a minute because of my period and as a woman if you don't understand your body and if you don't know what's going on with you or the people around you don't know what's going on with you then they can't really help you and you can't really help yourself so um to women out there who experience depression and suicidal thoughts i want you to know that you're not alone in this i want you to understand that it's only for a short while and that she can make it through and afterwards you will be alive and <laughs> victorious of course just hang in there yeah hang in there sorry hang in there baby girl it's only for a minute there's also difficulty in concentrating and um there's low energy there's food cravings this one i know <laughs> most people know this the cravings or binge eating binge eating is when you know where una yani you just eat and you eat and you eat and you don't get full and you eat and you eat and you eat and it's like i don't know nikama i don't know it's like your stomach gets another outlet where you can get that really imetoka cuz you really don't feel where the food is going to and you you don't feel full and all you want to do is just eat and eat and eat cuz you're not getting full and <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's really hard to explain but yes so there are food cravings and there's binge eating these are two different things because food cravings this is just a craving you really want something so badly you feel like if you don't get it you'll die feel me and then there are mood swings i know everyone is like ah oh, please 
yeah so there are mood swings i also want you guys to know that 90 percent of women experience this that's 90 percent that means most definitely as a man and as a woman your fellow women and the women you have in your life most definitely experience this but only 10 percent suffer from it when i say 10 percent suffer from it this means that 10 percent are the people who like if you're going to school on your period days you can be you might be unable to go to school if you're working you might be unable to go to work um in short it just interferes with your day-to-day life activities and you have to like pause your life to go through your period and then you know to like press play afterwards that's what i mean but um people who are more prone to pms are people who have anxiety if you already have anxiety then when your period comes then the anxiety you go through is more intense you know anything just triggers you whether whether um whether it was a trigger before your period during a period anything can trigger you or the triggers are more intense you know the effects or what you go through during that anxiety is just serious and it's it's just really strong and um the other reason why some people are more prone to pms is having history of PMS like if your mom had PMS then you might also have PMS if you if your parents had um, mental disorders or mood disorders that can be passed down genetically then you will also you might or you will also experience PMS or PMDD and to speak I don't to really call it PMDD because most people don't know what PMDD is but let me say it again to you pmdd is premenstrual dysphoric disorder or postmenstrual dysphoric disorder pmdd in short is um pmdd is just a most it's just a more severe pms you know if um you're having headaches if a person with pms has regular headaches you who has pmdd will have like severe headaches Eleni, you won't even be able to see um this normal uh paracetamols won't be able to help you you'll need serious painkillers yeah yeah that's what i mean um and like i said uh people who are more prone to experience pms are people who already have anxiety and people who if you're born in a family where your family members ama your mother specifically already has pms or has mood disorders or mental disorders that will seriously affect you it will it your pms you you'll most definitely experience pms than a person who wasn't born in a family with pms i hope you guys understand also um ways of managing pms are quite are quite many well it depends with your body it depends with um how severe your pms is it also depends with you yourself just generally some people are you know suckers for pain if you like the pain then clearly yeah you want to go for painkillers but if you're like if you have um 
stronger pain tolerance then clearly you won't need um you won't need painkillers but if you're someone who who's afraid of pain let me just say that come on chungu you know when it just hits you like this like a small cramp woo hospitality you know painkillers yeah so it just depends with you with the person generally it also depends with the severity of your pms and yeah generally just that so how to manage pms you can get over-the-counter meds stroke painkillers like i said for especially for the cramps for stuff like headaches and insomnia you know you can take sleeping pills although sleeping pills are not really advised because then you'll get used to them and you won't be able to sleep unless you've taken your sleeping pills so if you have insomnia baby girl just find activities for the night <laughs> i don't i don't know how else i'm going to help you if you but if you really have to sleep then just swallow your sleeping pills for headaches like i said you just get regular painkillers but if they're severe if you're experiencing pmdd then you will have to get the strong painkillers and this one's for you to get the seriously strong painkillers you have to have them you have to have them prescribed to you by a doctor that means you'll have to go see probably a gynecologist so that the doctor can explain to you how to take your meds and which medicines are better for you also for people who experience uh depression yeah you can get antidepressants actually the reason why you experience depression is because of the serotonin levels i don't want to get into all that science explanation but anyway if you experience depression during your period then it's wise for you to get antidepressants so that because we don't want you to kill yourself okay we love you so much and we're here for you we got you please just follow your antidepressants so that you can listen to my next episode <laughs> so another way of um of dealing with your pms is changing your diet you know cut back on salty and fatty or sugary food especially the one that i've had um mostly is the sugary food when you take so, so i've had when you take a lot of sugary foods then your flow becomes heavy and it's and the cramps are also more severe so you really don't take a lot of sugar when you're on your period you need to cut back on the sugar also i don't understand that they're telling us to cut back on salty and fatty and sugary foods because literally <laughs> all food contains salt and if does if it doesn't contain contain salt then it contains sugar or fat any let me not get into that just know that when you know when you're on your period try and cut back on salty fatty and sugary food and also on caffeine because of insomnia of course and <laughs> if you're already experiencing insomnia and then you take caffeine then honey wanna try wanna try wanna do eh anyway another another um another way of managing your pms is doing exercises uh exercises like stretches and yoga these are nice because they reduce cramps 
yeah there is the cramps and they improve your mood we all know for people who exercise we know that when you exercise you after your exercise you're left feeling happier healthier confident like you just feel you just feel good and you feel better about yourself after an exercise so when you're going through pms and uh, you're probably having mood swings and then you do an exercise you know a stretch do maybe yoga for those who do yoga please we don't want you to break your bones yeah it improves your mood and it eases the cramps uh it um yeah yeah that's just it another way of managing another way of managing your pms is by is by drinking more water yeah water is just i don't know water is just nice because it keeps you hydrated you move it helps you move and when you're moving it's it's like a small exercise when you stretch your legs which helps you ease your cramps and it's nice because when you drink when you also drink a lot of water your cramps are you have less cramps well it eases your cramps they are less painful yeah also another way of managing is of managing your pms if you have anxiety or anger issues or you're experiencing irritation it's nice to do deep breathing for those who meditate you can also meditate more during your pms during a period please meditate and do deep breathing exercises uh well i don't know how i'm going to explain for you deep breathing exercises you can take a minute or two just find a quiet place right breathe in hold breathe out this helps because it increases the oxygen circulation and just helps you calm down okay so your anger will reduce your anxiety will calm down if you had a panic attack you're just going to relax if you are irritated you're going to calm down you know it just helps you relax and calm down and it helps you manage and carry yourself better also depression during periods is um mostly they start days before the period starts you don't really experience this during but for those who do, it's nice for you to, like I said, it's nice for you to get antidepressants. Yeah, it's it's actually really advisable that when you get depressed, you get antidepressants because clearly we don't like losing human beings. And I need listeners for my podcast. <laughs> I don't know why <laughs> I don't know why I keep saying that, but I actually mean that. Yeah, and like I said, the difference between PMDD is that PMDD is more severe and it requires more medical attention pms is less severe you can you can deal with it right like i said you you can swallow a painkiller you can swallow a sleeping pill do breathing exercises stretch drink water pmdd you actually have to go see a doctor a gynecologist so that they can prescribe to you the correct medicine and how you're supposed to take your meds to help you with your PMS um also it's some women think that uh, having extremely painful periods is normal no it is not if your periods are 
extremely painful by extremely painful i mean it's hard for you to even get out of bed because of how painful they are you know you're walking and you just feel like ah, that is it and they are like they're that severe then you actually have to go see a gynecologist because most probably it it could end up being endo or oh, endo is short for endometriosis i don't like my tongue it's the short form for endometriosis and endometriosis is a disorder where tissue that normally lines with the uterus grows outside the uterus like your tissue in a fakukua inside i know when i say tissue you guys don't think i'm not thinking of toilet paper i mean body tissue right so your uterine tissue the one that's supposed to grow along your uterus is growing outside and it's really painful so if you if you have if you're experiencing extremely i'm not saying very i'm saying extremely and like i explained it's even hard for you to get out of bed it's hard for you to just carry out your day-to-day activities please 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 i'm urging you to go see a doctor um and it's crazy because right now women are a lot of women are ending up with endometriosis and them it's in the name of oh i just have really bad crumbs or my periods are just really painful please women i want you to take care of yourself if you're a female out there please jipende ukisikia hii uchungu imeanza kuwa unbearable please just go see a doctor so that they can be able to tell you what's up you, it's nice to just have a checkup it's nice to see your gynecologist from time to time so that you can keep up with your body you just never know what's happening and um and that's the only common symptom of endometriosis just painful and you know um irregular menses if if your menses are extremely painful i'm saying extremely ile when your menses are really 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 painful and they are also irregular then it's necessary to just go get a checkup because it might end up being endo yeah and if it's endo then you'll probably get um if if they're not that serious then you'll get then you'll they'll just give you medicine the ones that are serious then they are removed through surgery yeah we'll just have it's minor surgery because they just go remove and you you'll be under bed dressed for a couple of days i think and then you'll be good to go i don't think they come back i don't think they are recurrent i, I haven't had yet but i'll see <laughs> anyway so that's that thank you so much for listening to my podcast um I'm really working on expanding the platform but it's really hard for me you guys. I don't know. It's not really hard. I just haven't found the time yet. So just bear with me. But continue listening to my episode. I love you guys so much. Bye.